Hello, I'm Dan. And I'm Elle. We would like to welcome you to our fifth episode of the second series of The Podcast List. Today we are joined by the second social secretary and final member of the Drama SOC committee. So let's welcome our guest and get going with the episode. So this week joining our cast list is Megan Tozer, who is one of the two social secretaries for Drama SOC. Meg is going into her second year at Exeter studying drama. It's great, great you can join us today, Meg. How are you doing as we edge ever closer to the return to uni? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing really well. Um, it's all a bit hectic getting closer to uni now with the coming real again, packing in, trying to make sure I've actually remembered everything to take. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's great you're able to record an episode with us today, Meg. This time last year, we've all been in the same position as many freshers are now who are joining later this month. Can you remember what was going through your head and then what your first year was actually like for you? Um, around this time last year when I was going into uni, all I wanted to do was make friends. Like, I just did not want to go to uni and not make friends. Like It sounds really stupid to think about because everyone does go to uni and they make friends and it's really easy to do that. As a fresher, it's so daunting knowing that everyone's already in their groups, like if people have gone up to school with other people. But it's so easy and like I think that's one of the main highlights of like the whole year, like the group of friends and then like just meeting so many different people that you wouldn't normally meet. Yeah, 100%. I think if I recall correctly, the first drama person I met at uni was Meg um, back in the RAM Hello. on... The Saturday before Freshers' Week, so yeah, the very it, first day. Yeah, it is really a lot easier than it you expect to make friends in those situations. Yeah. Sadly, though, first year did end quicker than expected, and we've had almost six months off now. Have you been using the time well and staying busy? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I really wish I could say I've been productive. I really haven't, because I kept thinking oh lockdown's gonna be ages I'll do it later I'll do it later and then everything's just kind of come to an end and we're actually going back to uni and I'm like I have so much stuff I need to do and the week when I was like oh yeah I'll do everything there I decided to book a holiday instead so I've literally not done anything So you are our final member of committee um, that we're having a chat with and of course you're beginning your role as social sec. We're obviously having a slightly different style of socials at first going into this year but can you share a bit about Freshers Week events for Dramasoft and what's going to be like? Yeah so obviously it's not going to be as it's been in the past because we do have the unfortunate like limit of not being able to meet up with all the freshers and everything has to be a lot more safer but me and Anna who is my social sec partner we're going to still try and make everything as fun we're talking about a lot of different online events to do um so freshers if you're listening check out drama sock on facebook and insta and you can see our timetables um but yeah we're still kind of chatting about everything because we just want it to be as inclusive as like possible for everyone so it doesn't feel uncomfortable being online. But I think we're having a play around this week and kind of putting one of us as like a fresh to see how we feel coming into a Zoom call or like just a little meeting group. But it's 
Is that likely to meet everyone? Yeah, 100% agree with that. I think it is going to be really exciting. Yeah. And building on from that excitement in a way, we've also begun to advertise the new drama sort families. Can you tell us a bit about that and how first years or people new to drama sort can now get involved? Yeah, so definitely. So the family idea kind of stemmed from last year. So what was one thing we liked was how inclusive drama salt is during different year groups but the thing is at the start it can be quite hard to meet people from other year groups because obviously you're not in the same classes and then with shows and prod you only kind of meet the people you're working with so we thought one thing to do is if we wanted people to meet or have a chance to kind of talk to like a big sister or big brother or something to make them feel a bit safer or in case they're struggling at all is to have a family so what's going to happen is we're going to have parents who can either be second or third years and then some people can be aunties and then all the freshers if they would like to join can be the children and they'll basically just have different groups on messenger or snapchat or however they want to do it personally and then if they're going out they can message them and see if they're out at the same time and meet up or families can have dinners together um, go out for like meals or picnics and just kind of get to know and teach everyone about Exeter. Hmm. So it's, I think it's, really, it's so exciting to have the family's idea. I, I wish we had it last year, to be honest. Yeah, um, so lastly, on Drama Sock, can you share a couple of the best bits from last year um, as a first year member and what your favourite event was? Um, what was my favourite event? I actually, I'm going to be really basic here. I really loved the first ever cheesies during Freshers' Week because I met so many people on that day um, and some like second years as well who I'm really good friends with now. Um, and it was just such a good time having just the Freshers there before so we could all meet and have a laugh. Um, so I think we're going to try and push for some more things like that once we can do it. Um, yeah, I think I think it's got to be the cheesies, the first one. It's like a start of a start of the era of cheesies. Nice. So now we're going to move away from Drama Sock and into the wider Theatre Exeter realm. Can you tell us a bit about how you first got involved with Theatre Exeter community and what your first show was? Um, so during first term in auditions week, so I got into UK's 48 hour. Unfortunately, due to like room pickings and everything, it had to be pushed back to term two. I think... The first thing I was involved with was being events manager for the French show, which was Boys. Um, so that was the first like prod role I'd got, and I was really excited about to be working with everyone. Um, and it was a really good experience, although we never got to take it to Fringe and finish it off. It was so good seeing how everything runs and how you work together to build up this show from scratch. Nice. Another show you were involved with, which seems to have happened a really long time ago now, I think back in January, 
and we were both part of the production team for Shotgun Sweeney Todd. Can you tell us a bit about what it was like doing your role in the team, particularly as a fairly new member of Theatre Exeter? So for Sweeney, I was actually really lucky. So I didn't go into interviews for Sweeney. I had met Millie and they were looking for another person to help with um, events and like sort of the side of that really, like just kind of doing other jobs that needed doing. And I said, I'd be happy to help. Um, kind of over committing as all fresh do. And although it was a big commitment, I'm so glad I got to be on um, the prod role of Sweeney because obviously I got to work with you because you were doing the stage. Mm. Um, I kind of became more friends with Fran and Millie through that way. I learned how the musical theatre kind of differs from straight theatre like I've never really been in two separate things at the same time working on it so it's good to see how different teams run things um but no it was really good experience doing that as well as being in a different theatre yeah nice so alongside your role as social sec you're also a member of the UCO committee can you tell us a bit about what you've done so far in that role and some of the exciting shows that UCO have recently announced for next year. Yeah, definitely. So at the minute for UCO, so I'm the treasurer, so I'm sort of spending like money and like the funds and everything as URL for Drama Socks. Um, so mostly at the minute, all I've been doing is getting rights for all our shows, which is probably the thing I love and hate most about because getting people to reply to rights is so annoying but once you get it you just feel so accomplished of the fact you've managed to secure the rights for the shows so the ones we're doing at the minute we've released is the amber trap by tabitha mortarboy i think um who is going to be our show for fringe in 2021 and then we've got one for Sorrow, which is going to be our Term 1 show, and Photograph 51, which is our North Court, which are all very exciting shows, and we are so excited to get started and up and running with them. Yeah, it sounds like a really exciting and good programme of shows that yeah. you have chosen for next year. And one thing me and Elle did notice that is kind of quite exciting in context of this podcast is the fact that all three of us are treasurers within Theatre Exeter. Yeah, we which are. Isn't that exciting? But <laughs> it's exciting for us. Exci- yeah, it's very <laughs> exciting for us. <laughs> so, just to end this segment, is there one thing that you're looking forward to, or one thing you can't wait to do when uni starts again? Whether that is to see something or do something. Um, I feel like there's so much, like. I think the basic things is meeting up with friends, going to the MP for a drink, like the really casual things that you don't think you'll miss, mm. I think are some of the big things you'll got. I cannot wait to get back into Thornley, start doing drama, go into rehearsals and just seeing where the shows go. I think, I think it's just the journey of the shows, not to sound cheesy, but... It is just watching how they progress that I love. Yeah. Mm. 
so our first segment away from Exeter is our memory segment and today we'll be recording a light bulb theatre moment. Now what that means to us is a moment which we could perhaps pinpoint the urge to go on and do drama in the future and at university. That moment when almost a light bulb appears, light bulb appears above your head in a cartoon as you've had a sudden brilliant idea. So to begin with, what is your theatre memory, Meg? Um, I think when I knew I wanted to go on and do drama, it was when, so I used to be in pantomimes and I was lucky enough to play Jasmine from Aladdin in one of the pantomimes that we did. And I think it was just sort of being on stage during like the carpet scene with all the lights and just being in that moment, like where it was really quiet and you just felt like this is what I want to go into. Not so much the acting of it, but just knowing you want to do something within this in the theatre. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think that was mine. That's so nice. I think, you know, it's, moments like that that really do make you think this is what I want to do yeah. and I think mine would have to be I mean I always liked this I was always involved in like different sort of youth theatre companies and like I did drama at school but then it was when we were coming to sort of choose what we were applying for at university I was sort of torn between drama and psychology because I enjoyed psychology not as much as I enjoyed drama but it was that sort of fear of well I'll definitely get a job yeah. with psychology it was that sort of thing and I went to a like very sort of catholic all girls grammar so <laughs> so I was the only one I ended up being the only one in my year going to do drama which was frightening but I remember sitting down with my head of six um who was really sort of relaxed um compared to some of the senior staff there um and I was really expecting him to say, no, you should do psychology. But he was like, it's pretty obvious what you enjoy more. And you're going to have to work hard at university and you're going to work harder for the thing that you enjoy doing to so just go do drama. I think it was just sort of that support that made me think, OK, I need to just stop being silly. I, if I work hard enough, like I will be able to get a job in drama. I shouldn't just pick psychology because I think it'll be easier. So I think yeah. that's mine. Yeah, definitely. Um, my theatre moment this week or theatre memory is when I saw Rob Icke's direction of Mary Stewart at the Almeida Theatre in London, which was only, I think, two or three years ago now. Um, and what made it so magical was they began the show with a coin flip and oh, yeah. it determined who was in which role, um, Juliet Stevenson or Leah Williams were the two big actresses in it and I just thought it was so amazing I ended up seeing it two more times um, I wrote my extended essay on it for the IB which I did um, I loved it so much that I used it within my personal statement and it was just something that I think that was the moment when it suddenly clicked um, it was just such a good show and so amazing really that this theatre could be like this kind of thing so that's my memory I love that one mm. so our final segment comes as an amalgamation of questions which we have prepared each week to ask our guests so to begin with 
who is your theatre hero nomination and why Meg? Oh, I don't actually know if I have a theatre hero. And I feel like, I feel like as a drama student, that's really bad to say. <laughs> but like, I feel like I've got so many that are like at the top. I don't know if I could choose. Like, mm. I've got like two writers who I like the most. Who are they? So, Edward Bond, who I think a lot of people know him from being saved. Um, I quite like his writing. But also Tabitha Mortaboy, who is the writer for our Fringe show in 2021. Um, they both do really good pieces of work that are really relevant to societies. Nice. I think that's completely fair. It is so difficult to sort of choose a person because, especially now, like studying extras really just sort of like opened, like up and sort of broadened how many, you know theatre period possibilities there are yeah yeah definitely and me and Elle were really lucky we were able to name six um, <laughs> oh it was it every such a struggle week. every week we'd just be chatting like I, I don't know I don't know anymore I can't, I can't do this <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure next week we'll name our own as well so oh yeah <laughs> to to. secondly what is your favourite theatre related recommendation you've seen or listened to or even read over the past few months um there is this play so hang on let me get up because i'm definitely going to pronounce it wrong <laughs> so i've only just started reading it but it seems really good so it's called disgraced and it's by i'm definitely going to say it wrong but i need a guitar um and it was basically set in usa like 2012 and it's like post how America's recovering from 9-11 but it's a dinner party and it's like the attitude towards Muslims and it's just it's written really well so far so I'm hoping that as I continue to read it it's really good but I'd say at the minute I'm hooked Um, so I'd say if you get a chance to read it read Disgraced. Our next question is what is your dream show to be in? Um, I wish if I had the talent to be on Broadway I would absolutely love to be in um, Phantom of the Opera good choice I wish I was talented enough to sing as a soprano and be on there but unfortunately I can't it's just going to forever be a dream but yeah Lastly, what is your favourite play you've ever seen? Um, I really liked The Little Match Girl, which off the top of my head, I cannot remember who wrote it, but it came down to like Plymouth Theatre Royal a couple years ago and it was really good. Um, and it was, there was a lot of symbolism and everything in it but it just worked really well and they included puppetry and it was the first time I'd ever seen it, a play with puppetry and I don't know, I didn't realise how moving it could be. It was written and directed by Emma Rice. Yes, uh, yes, that's it. You need to stop it with the Emma Rice. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it, I'm banning her. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw it at the Shakespeare's Globe in their inside theatre, and it was so. Yeah. Sadly, I think we're now at the end of the episode with Meg, so thank you so much for spending some time with us today. No, thank you for letting me come on. It has been really nice chatting to you about Drama Sock today and other things related to Theatre Exeter, and I'm sure you'd agree that we can't wait to get stuck into our roles during Freshers Week and beyond. I think we're all very excited to do what we want. So although we have now managed to meet every member of the committee, we will be back for a final episode of the series next week. So keep an eye on our social media to see what that involves. You can reach us on Instagram by searching for at pod underscore cast list. You can also find Exeter Drama Sock on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening and we hope everyone has a great week. <laughs>